Hey, everybody, rise with me if you would. Thank you for being here today as we open our uh, service today. Obviously, we're going to keep Israel in prayer. So let it, let it be clear, very clear. We are 100% behind the nation of Israel. Amen. Amen. And anybody that is against Israel is against the United States. Make, make sure it's clear that you understand. We stand united with Israel this morning. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this day. And we know the most coveted land in the world is under attack. We pray for a movement of the Holy Spirit to protect those precious people. Lord God, those are your people. And we pray, Lord God, that you rise up a standard uh, to take control of this situation. We pray for our service today, and we pray for all those precious brothers and sisters that are under attack. And we stand in the name of Jesus and his church said, amen. amen. Let's applaud the Lord and believe he's going to rise up. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated. So thank you. So we got a lot to talk about today. Um, obviously, that being uh, Israel under attack being uh, just a, a complete tragedy. Um, you know in the, in the latter times that there'll be people that'll rise up against Christians everywhere. Uh, here in the United States and here in Israel and the land abroad, our goal is to be uh, diligent about praying uh, for protection over our land. Amen? Um, and the, the, let, let me just say this as we go on. The enemy doesn't like freedom. The, it, the enemy does not like freedom. He likes people bound and shackled and governed by tyranny. Um, and, and it's been like that all through the history of the Bible. Uh, but Jesus came to set the captives free. Amen. Um, you can applaud if you want to. And I just want to say uh, how much we appreciate our pastors today. Pastor Aaron, Pastor Mark, we thank you guys for all the work that you guys do. So it's Pastor Appreciation Month. So when you see him in the hallways, uh, buy him a cup of coffee. It's not too expensive here, I heard. Uh, get your, hey, I'm not going to go on and on about the, the shoe box because it doesn't need a whole lot of explaining. Get you one. They're not here that long, and yes, we are in that time. And I want to thank Elizabeth for setting up the stage. Doesn't the stage look beautiful? It's just wonderful. Uh, so get your, and be a blessing to children all over the world. Uh, we, we are here in America where we live in abundance, but there's kids that would love to get a shoebox full of great stuff. Uh, and I think it's still only like $10, somebody told me. So you get to be a blessing to so many kids who, who don't have much. And make this a project for you and your family. My daughter uh, and my wife have been doing this shoebox ministry for a long time, and they really enjoy it. Uh, it could be a good time. And here's another thing. When you go to the store with your children, uh, let them know every time we go to the store, I don't have to buy you something. We can be buying somebody else something. Well, I'll come to you. Didn't get that. Okay. What your children need to know is it's there's more people in the world than just themselves. And then when they grow to be adults they'll understand the biblical mandate they have on their life 
is to take the Great Commission not just across the city or the state, but across the whole world. And, 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 and surely we're uh, doing that in the children's ministry today that we're teaching these, these precious kids that we stand with Israel. Uh, it's important that they understand that. Um, and I probably won't leave that alone all day today. Um, and I promise you the enemy hasn't heard the last of Israel. I, I promise that. That's, that's, one, that's one spot you don't mess with is Israel. Uh, those are God's people. Um, so the garage is Monday. Guys, be there. You have to actually be a guy. You can't just identify as a guy to be there. <laughs> you're, 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 new people are probably go, man, this is the most politically incorrect church I've ever been to in my life. You know, I was listening, and however you receive Mark Driscoll, you know, he's kind of back, and he seems like he's back on his game, and I'm not saying I endorse him or anything like that, but he says when it comes to getting ratings or how people rate you, he said, I only get one star, you know, like out of five. So uh, if you follow any of his stuff, you see, I think he's a pretty cool guy. Open your bolts, and let's go. We're going to get cruising. Uh, October, you know, obviously know it's popping, guys. So you thought it was busy before, it's really going to get busy. So the garage, we got Ladies' Day. My wife's out signing up, ladies, uh, to be at the Rankin Ranch on the 21st. Uh, so that's going to be a great time. So sign up there. Fall Festival is the 31st. And uh, New Believers Class, the 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd of uh, this month. And uh, then coming up is the breakfast with Bethlehem. Uh, in Bethlehem on the 9th, and there's a sign down there that says stop the prop, so don't prop any doors open. So uh, if you don't know, we got great security here. We got them out on the perimeter. We got them at the doors. We got them inside here, uh, but it makes it a lot easier if you don't let the bad guy in. <laughs> Just, so, and, and that all being said, we're going to be doing some Alice training, some intruder training, me and Pastor Aaron with all our leaders today, so make sure you are here for that. Uh, without further ado, go to Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. We're talking about uh, breakthrough benefits of being thankful. And um, I think what it does is it just kind of it changes our view uh, on life if we just have a grateful attitude. We don't concentrate on the things we don't have, but we give God the glory for the things we do have. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your re... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going back to that. But let's start in verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything. So this is just the opposite of being thankful, being anxious. But in everything by prayer and supplication, how do we do this? We do it with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this is the word of the Lord. Amen. So along with this thanksgiving, living with thanksgiving causes us to rejoice. So instead of being in a bad mood 
or, or, or being upset all the time. Do you know people? Do you have people in your family or you know friends that are always upset about something? Well, they're just, I don't, you work with kids and kids ain't that way. They can be happy just right, you know, you give them a, a gumball or a yo-yo. Well, not a yo-yo anymore. They wouldn't know what to do with a yo-yo. They're always in a bad mood. They're never happy about anything. And uh, I had a guy stop me after church. He said, man, he said, Pastor, you're always, uh," he said, you told me you're always happy when you get up and you're always whistling and everything. I said, yeah. He says, I hope you don't do that when you're in your deer stand. Um, (laughs) That's what he said. I'm like, what the heck? And I I just, I'm so excited because it's, it's fall outside. It's beautiful outside. Uh, you, you know, you guys are thinking about the, the, all the festivals and the retreats and the hay rides and all that. And uh, there's a lot of that available. So um, I guess you get to get outside and see God's Rembrandt, uh, all the different colors of the leaves and everything. It's, it's, it's a great place to live here in Missouri. Amen. So rejoice. Here we go. So rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, again, I will say, rejoice. Let your re- let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Say this with me, class. The Lord is at hand. Now, when we get into First Thessalonians, I'll be talking about the Lord is at hand. Uh, basically, it, it tells us to be thankful in all circumstances, and I'm kind of giving that away right now. It, and when he says that, he doesn't say he he doesn't say to be thankful for them, but be thankful in them. Because when you are in them and Christ is in you, he's in this mess with you. And and you might say, well, why did God allow, you know, the bombing of Israel and stuff like that? This, This is what I can tell you, what I know for a fact. We live in a broken world. And people do really stupid stuff. Amen. I mean, let's just say it to get it out. Say, people do stupid stuff and it'll make you feel better. We'll have a little therapy session here. And, and, that, and, and what people don't understand is that's what free will is. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing, but it's a very dangerous thing at the same time, isn't it? I mean, we can look back at the garden and some people are theologically, um, how do I say this? Theologically um, dumb. I was trying to think of like a Greek word, you know, but I just, because I, I, and and this is where, this is where real Christians clash with people who don't know Christ. Some people think that Christ made the earth and you to live in it and then he left. God's with you in all these things that are going on in this world. And he's given you free will, and he's, he gives you, he allows you to do the things you do uh, because he didn't make robots, he made human beings. And when you leave here, if you decide to apply the Bible, that's your business. If you decide not to, you've made your choice. Amen? And just be thankful that you're raising your children in Christ, then bringing them back here later. And having the church try to fix them. Amen. Um, 
I'm thankful for that. So let's go in and talking about Israel. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, and we're going to read verses 18. So all you New Testament people, don't Jones. We'll be back in, in, in Thessalonians here in just a second. And I asked the church last night if anybody uses the word Jones anymore. Kids don't even know what it is. I guess it's an old hippie expression, isn't it? Amen? Let's, uh, let's go to Deuteronomy 8.18. And uh, it says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Now, there's some people that don't understand that all the money that you have collected is God's. He's just allow you to manage it for a while. It says that you may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. So he's Deuteronomy actually means, it's a Greek word that means repeat. So this is the law being repeated by Moses. He's telling these people, before you cross into the promised land, you're going to need to know these things. Amen? So go back to 11, and we'll wrap the thought up. Take care, lest you forget the Lord your God, by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied. It's God that's given you the power to increase. It's God that's given you the ability to go out and work. You should, you should thank God that I'm healthy enough that I can go out and create a living for me and my family, especially if you're a guy. Don't, don't, don't take it for granted. I'm thankful that I got strong hands, strong arms, and I got a great work ethic, and I can teach this to my children. I can teach this to my grandchildren, and they can teach it to their children. Amen? I am so thankful that I have a family that loves Jesus. I'm grateful for that. I, I'm, I'm thankful, and I don't look at all the things I don't have. I concentrate on the things that God has already given me. And I believe when I'm thankful for what he's given me, he won't have a problem in trusting something else to me. And when you get into the promised land, remember how you got there. And I've told you about some of your guys. It's not you guys, but some of your in-laws. They go to other churches. Aren't they the most ungrateful people you've ever met in your life? Those brats that come to church. Rise up with me. I'm a... Nothing's a bigger turnoff to me, Kelly, in the world than somebody that's ungrateful. I, ju I just can't stand it. And people have forgotten we live in the greatest country in the whole world. Amen. Where's the Americans at today? It's a fact, it, it, and you say, well, how do you know it's a fact? Because everybody's trying to get in, and no one's trying to leave. Does that make sense? Even all those Hollywood goofballs that said they were going to leave. Look at this. They're still here. 
They ain't going nowhere. This is the land flowing with milk and honey right here. And everybody's calling on us today. And I'm going to pray and stand and believe that as a nation, we're going to do the right thing. Amen. So I save this for, uh, this song is by Wren Collective. And it's about counting your blessing. It's just about being grateful. And I believe that it stems from a hymn, uh, from a guy that wrote a hymn back in 1897. And his last name is Oatman. And he says in his hymn that he sings, he says, remember to count your blessing, name them one by one. And when you name them one by one, you'll find out what the Lord has done. And that'll raise you above discouragement. That'll raise you above depression. That'll raise you above all the circumstances that you're going through right now. So I want you to sing this song with me, and then we'll uh, pray for our tithes and offerings today. So let's roll that film. I was blind, now I'm seeing in color. I was dead, now I'm living forever. I had failed, but you were my redeemer. I've been blessed beyond all measure. I was lost, now I'm found by the Father. I've been changed from a treasure I've been given a hope and a future I've been blessed beyond all measure I am counting every blessing counting every blessing letting go and trusting when I cannot see I am counting every blessing counting every blessing Surely every season you are good to me. Oh, oh, oh you are good to me. Oh, oh, oh you are good to me. 
applaud the Lord. You may be seated. So what I want you to do, and I've been kind of doing this for about a week now, it's a, it's a spiritual exercise, just like any exercise. The more you apply it, the better the benefit is. Whether you're giving anything in the tithe today or not, in my Bible study, I asked somebody to write down five things. I'm only going to ask you to write down one. Just close your eyes for just a second. Just grab an envelope and just hold on to it for just a second and just Write down one thing that you're grateful for, you're thankful for. It could be your mom or your dad or your children or your, maybe you just got a good job or maybe my health uh, or maybe it's, you know, your spouse or whatever. Just write that on there. We'd like to, we'd like to see that. I think it'll, it'll bless everybody that gets to hear about that. And uh, we'll post all them and just let everybody know what we're grateful for this morning. So let me pray for the offering and then they'll pick them up and we'll get into our message today. Thank you uh, once again for being here. Father God, I believe that we do need to count our blessings. I believe we need to teach it to our children. And I believe we need to teach it to this lost and dying world, Lord God, who always is, is looking for the next shiny object. Uh, I pray, Lord God, that you show yourself to the, to the group who is gathered here today and, and those who are coming. And Lord God, I want to thank you uh, once again for dying on the cross for my sins. I, I'm grateful for that. Uh, I thank you for that, and I thank you for my, my family. And uh, I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So applaud the Lord, let the offering be picked up. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you would, into your Bibles. We'll get into the message in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Um, and I'm going to pray over it. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna receive it. And uh, if you're stressed, if you're depressed, if you're discouraged, or if you're burdened with a load, close your eyes and raise your hands. Father God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that the power of the Holy Spirit would deliver a message to those who so desperately need to hear it today. Um, and we pray. Uh, that after it's delivered, it will be received, applied, uh, celebrated, and shared. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so when I, when I just throw the one verse out there, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, of a teaser into a, actually a full message. So the Apostle Paul writes to the church uh, in Thessalonica, and in 5.18, he says, Give thanks 
in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. Amen. Uh, think about how your day started this morning. I don't know if you hit the alarm or some of you guys, the people that hit the alarm are like, try to get like, you know, another five minutes or like five seconds or whatever. And you, do you ever do that and you feel like you're, if I could just get, hold on for a second. If I could just get like 10 more minutes, look at me. And I'm doing this in my, then I'll be totally rested. Because I mean, if I woke up 10, Fred, 10 minutes before I wanted to, my whole day's going to be ruined. So everybody be quiet, and I'm setting my alarm. And you're laying there, and you're not really asleep, but you're hoping something supernatural will happen in these 10 minutes. And then after the thing, after the alarm goes back off again, you're, watch me, you're running around like a madman. You're making yourself, or you, you're going to be the nice mom and nice dad, and you're going to go, okay, you can go back to bed for another 15 minutes. <laughs> and some of you guys do that. You're like, okay, just sleep. And then you're running, we got to go and throw the light. <laughs> do that with me. I mean, we got to throw the, we got to go. <laughs> I can't believe we're always late when we go to church. <laughs> Raise your hand if you just tried to get here early. I'm gonna be. I'm here. I'm going for it. I'm going five minutes early. I'm going. I'm going for it. Amen. You can be thankful. Watch this. If all that happened this morning, I know it did because I've I've been coming to church for a minute. Here's the deal. Be thankful. That you got a Jesus who loves you. Be thankful that you got a, a church that loves you, a pastor that loves you, and a membership that loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. So applaud the Lord for that. It, do, it don't matter how you get in here. You know, you know the deal. Just say this with it. Tell it to your neighbor. Come as you are. Ask me to expound, and I will. So we're baptizing people, and uh, we're, we're grateful that we baptize people, but we're not always sure at Have Bible how we're going to get it done, Carol, because sometimes people go, well, the, the heater don't work over here at this one, and, and, and we don't, and not at Moscow. So I remember when I first got here, uh, Carol and the bunch, they told me, they said, hey, our Baptistry's broken. We had to refiberglass it and everything. We had some some um, we had to baptize some people, and uh, they had carpet in here, and it was it was awesome and everything. And uh, they go, he's he's getting ready to baptize some people. I wonder how he's going to do it. And uh, and I set a horse trough here, a great big steel horse trough, and uh, and then we f we filled it up and every we filled it. But we wasn't really sure how we was going to drain it. 
And then when you're like new, so we were the new kids on the block, so we put down like a tarp and everything. Like, <laughs> do you ever do that? Like, we're putting a tarp down. And then later, as we went, went along, we quit putting the tarp down and everything. Um, so anyways, we're, we're baptizing these people last night, and there was three of them, and, and this lady came. She said, you, you, uh, you did my dad's funeral like 10 years ago or 15 years ago. He was a Green Beret, and, and I'm so thankful. She, she said we couldn't get anybody to do his funeral, and you did it, and it was awesome. So she came back, and she watches my show every Wednesday morning. Uh, she's, she's a wonderful lady, and she's raising her daughter in a Christian school and, uh, and brought her friend, and they need to be baptized and they're followers of Christ. And we had a little tub, and, you know, you, when you're like, okay, well, how are you going to do this? You know, like, I mean, it's small. Are you going to, you know, smash him this way? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm just like, I don't know. I go, I, <laughs> feet out. <laughs> and you can't say, you know, you can't say Indian style anymore. I mean, when we all sat in, in, in school, we sat Indian style. And I, I, I didn't want to say that because, you know, I was like, I'll put everybody into. <laughs> what do you do? You're seeing how my life is? You're like, man, this dude, he's got quite the deal. <laughs> and then we didn't have any hot water. <laughs> so we had to haul hot water over. Are you listening to me? But watch this. And we got him baptized. I'm just thankful that we got him baptized. We were able to add some hot water. Uh, and they were so blessed by it. Uh, and I guess what I'm saying is perspective is everything. Because if you were to read the Bible in any parts of the Bible when they were baptizing people, it wasn't filtered and heated and... And, you know, the Ethiopian eunuch and all that kind of stuff and was going on. He said, hey, there's some water. He said, what, what should permit me from being baptized? Now, in the Western world, you would have looked down at that ditch. And he said, there ain't no way I'm getting baptized with that. I'll just wait till I go on Sunday. <laughs> Amen? So we don't necessarily thank God for that particular situation. Like if you're in a car wreck, you don't thank God. Well, I'm glad I'm in a car wreck because it told me, Pastor Pat told me in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, I'm supposed to thank him for the car wreck. <laughs> no, wait, well, listen to me, class. What I said is thank God that you're still alive after you got out of the car wreck. I wish I was at the right church. Somebody would have said amen on that. I'm thankful even though, even though I went through it. I didn't like it, but thank God I'm still here to talk about it. Uh... And you can throw in your own deal. It didn't all work out like we wanted to. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It, it, nobody said, Lamona said it was going to work out the way you wanted it to. And just when you thought you have seen everything, you, can, you know, especially coming to this church, you can scratch, start scratching your head right now. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. But thank God you're a church that people actually come here. So let's get in and let's keep it in, in uh, let's keep it all together here and see if we can make a message out of this. So 
he said, be thanks, give thanks in all these circumstances for this. So that really is the will of God that I thank God in the middle of my situation. So he's talking to the church in Thessalonica and it starts up in verse 12. It says, for we ask you brothers to respect those who labor among you. So being Pastor Appreciation Month, when you see these you know, Pastor Mark, you see Pastor Aaron and, and these guys out there laboring, just thank them. Just go, hey, you know what? I, I don't, maybe you don't like everything that they do, or maybe you don't like everything that I do, but just thank God I'm here. Just go, hey, you know what? I don't really like him. And he hasn't lost any weight, but I'm glad he's here. I know you're saying that about me. Take a drink. Respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Now, over you doesn't mean that they lord over you. That just means that they're leading you. So we're not, we're not, so in the church as pastors, we're not managers. That's what they have at Quick Trip. They, they get a bunch of kids there and then they get a manager that just comes in and just goes, okay, you stock the shelves, you know, you know, all that. That's not what pastors do. Pastors lead by the word of God, watch this, and a biblical example. Never follow somebody that's not leading a, a biblical life. Don't, don't follow them. Uh, in, in, any, in any manner, in, across the world, don't ever follow somebody who's not following Christ. Because uh, you're, you're you will end up doomed. And to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves and urge you, brothers, to admonish the idol. And that just means kick them in the pants. Amen. Let's be honest. There's some people that need to be kicked in the pants. Encourage the faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with them all. And we talk about every time this comes up about patience. Uh, we know that patience is something that uh, God wants us to have. And it could be probably, in my personal opinion... It could be the most frustrating thing in the whole wide world. I mean, ask me to expound, and I will. Okay, I will if you're going to drag it out of me. So I'm a, I'm a go guy. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I believe if something's supposed to go faster, it should. I'm that guy. I told you before, if, I, if, I, if it can actually go faster and get more power, let's pour it to it. Just let's, if you, you know, if you can cram a, you know, 10 more horsepower in, I think we should do that. <laughs> Being patient with people is the problem that we have in society. You never, have you ever been out here at this light out here? I don't even know if it's working yet. <laughs> it's blinking red. And I've told people before, that light's going to be a problem. It's been down for a while, and that's another story. I'm not going to get into that, or I may lose my patience, but I won't. When you pull up to those lights that ain't working and everybody's kind of looking at each other, <laughs> I wonder who, I'm the guy, I'm the guy, I'm the guy that goes. I'm a, Carol, I'm going to talk to you then. When you get to the light and it's blinking and everybody's like, well, we're supposed to, and I'm, boom, I'm gone. <laughs> Say it with me. He gone. He gone. <laughs> but as a Christian and as a pastor, 
I'm supposed to be a, a, a door holder. I'm supposed to be, a, you know, all these different things, and I can't do it in my own strength. But I'm grateful and I'm thankful that Christ lives in me and he helps me where I have these weaknesses. Amen. Will the church say something to me? Here's the deal. Look at your neighbor and tell them to be patient. Watch this. This is all under construction. My wife would tell you right now, he ain't done with him. He ain't done with him at all. He, he's got a lot of work on this thing. You can't. No. I'm not going to go there. Verse 15, see that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. I hate to keep saying this, but I'm telling you, I have to look at people the way Jesus does. Because if you, if you didn't look at people the way Jesus said, you could go there, couldn't you? Can I read this again? Uh, see that no one repays anyone evil for evil. I'll just say it since it's going to come up anyways. So th these guys have been parking out in my parking lot for six months. And and I just I finally I just was like you know I need to go out there and talk to these guys. And I was like you know I talked to the one guy and he he didn't know the answer so I talked to his form and then I talked to his form. And I was like you know when you guys leave when's the project going to be done this whole project? And he said well by at the end of the year. And I was like okay. And I said I said is anybody when you guys pull out of here are you guys going to help me at all with the lot? I mean you guys have been on it with these eighty thousand pound trucks and. Going in and out, traffic going by, and he said, he looked at me. He said, "No." I was like, mm, "Man, <laughs> I, I'm." Ask me, Rob. Ask this, Sarah. Are you going there? I, I'm I'm going in construction mode, and I'm standing out there, and I'm going, "Man, I just wish you wouldn't have said that." Like, if you said it, I wish you wouldn't have said it that way. I wish he would have beat around the bush enough. That the old the old man was trying to come out and the Holy Spirit stuffing him back down. <laughs> he's coming up, he's going down they're like I'm being honest with the church. <laughs> and I and I looked at him, I said, son, let me tell you something. Amen. Amen. And I'm not gonna get into the whole conversation. <laughs> Are you hearing me? But I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit has taught me how to control action and tongue. Because I, I'm, I'm an ambassador for the Lord. And I told him, I said, I'm a community man. I'll let everybody park on here. I'll let you use the potty. You can get some water. I'll, I'll bring you out donuts. But when I ask you if you're going to help me in any way and you tell me no, we, we've, run, we've run into a a serious disagreement here. Now, I'm not expecting something for nothing, but what I'm expecting you to do is be neighborly. So I'm giving thanks in all circumstances, not for the circumstances, but in the circumstances that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. 
Now you're hearing me. I remember that one, one I, I was taking prayer requests down at the uh, Cadillac Jacks a long time ago, probably 20-something years ago. And the bar was still open, and I went through, and I went to this one guy, I went to the bar, and he, he looked at me, and he said something to me. Because I, you know, I was drinking at the same bar I was taking prayer requests at. And he looked at me, and he said something I'm not going to repeat in church. And then I went back up, and Mark and Kim were playing music in the bar, and I grabbed the mic. I said, do you know how I know that Jesus, I said this on the microphone in front of the whole bar. Do you know how I know that Jesus is alive and well? Because I didn't just kick the. So, you, if I said in the name of Jesus, would it have helped? I'm just thankful that I'm saved. And sometimes that's enough to just get you to the next day because you know that your day, you know when you're having that kind of day. So rise up and I'll give you something to leave on a Sermon on the Mount. I'll ask Miss Carol to come up. Can, can you look at your day a little bit and just be thankful? We don't, here's the deal, Barrett. We ain't got to act out like we ain't got good sense. So at the same time, one of my buddies rolls up on the Harley. And he said, which one said that to you? And I go, oh, no, we're not going there. <laughs> It's a true story. I'm out there praying with the guy. He goes, which one? He said, I'm ready today. <laughs> he pulled up within a minute. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The devil is in the details. Instead of it end up being a blessing, it could have been a curse if I didn't realize who I am in Christ. I'm just thankful. It's all, it's all good. That's, that's, my, that's my identity. That's my resume. My resume's in Jesus. I'm thankful. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it agitated me a little bit. I called Jason on the phone. I said, I'm a, I'm a, little, I'm a little ticked off right now. I'll be real. And as you drive, you can get madder you guys don't because you're holier than me but I can I can drive down the road and get myself say this with me clap I can get worked up and somebody said he said you look like you're a little worked up I said well you ain't seen worked up but this is hallelujah I'm just thankful that <laughs> if I have if I, you guys are making fun of me right now if I if I'm helping anybody out Talk to me. Go to, go to the Sermon on the Mount. We got to get there. He, Jesus needs to speak to me. Therefore, I tell you, 625, do not be anxious about your life. So remember, I told you this is just the opposite of Thanksgiving. Yeah, what are we going to eat? What are we going to? What you will eat or what you will drink or your body. What you will put on is, is not life more than food 
and the body more than clothing. So, you know, I, I'm just, I'm really not too much the clothing guy, but every once in a while, you know, I was telling Brocky yesterday, and uh, I had a pearl snap shirt on like I got on right now, so don't mean to brag, but it is what it is. <laughs> I always say that to Brock, Pastor Aaron's little son. I said, don't be mad. Tell your friends not to be mad at you if you're doing good. Amen? Amen. So we was at the gas station going to church. I said, hey, don't be mad if I got a per- Uncle Pat's got a pearl snap shirt on. <laughs> Amen? Amen? It's the little things in life that are fun. I'm thankful, you know. Uh, close your eyes. I'm going to ask you a question here. You need to respond real quick. What are you thankful for? <laughs> Got you, didn't I? And, and, and a flood of things came through your mind. And, and, and here's the things that you said you were thankful for right off the jump. It was all the simple things. Now open your eyes. I'm going to tell you a story, then we're going to pray. So my brother pulls in right after work done hunting and we was getting ready to rope and we went back behind the rope pen and my brother pulls up and we was talking about my dad he said man and we was the two guys two, two of my dads my grandkin's sons are in the woods and he's cutting down fence poles he said you know I was cleaning dad's truck out the other day and I said I found a Swiss army knife he said I'm so thankful for what dad did for us I'll go over here just just two guys in the middle of the woods thanking God for what dad did in our lives. Amen. Just weeping up a storm. See, we, we didn't we thank God for all clothes and all the money and all that. We don't even talk about that because here's the deal, it don't mean nothing. Who cares? We're just that we was thankful for what God given us a great dad that showed us great principles. Is the church hearing me today? And maybe you're you're thankful for your mom or you're thankful for your whoever it is. So watch this now. I want you to just come up here. We're going to do this. If you're thankful for something like that, come on up here and meet me. Just Let's just tell your friend to get out of the way. You got to get down here. Just... I'm just, th- I'm just, watch this. I'm, I'm so thankful. And some of you guys that got back pain and knee pain and stuff like that. Some people ask me, how, how's your knee feel? How's your back feel? Whatever. Somebody's asking me that yesterday. Here's, here's what I'll say to that. It feels pretty good today. It just, watch this. It don't have to be fixed. It just feels pretty good today. It's, it feels pretty good today. I never thought that that would be a response when I was younger. So I'm going to pray for you, and then we're just going to celebrate. And you, and, and as God brings these things to your heart about being thankful, uh, just raise your hand and just say, God, you, you, you showed me that one. <laughs> you know who they are? And just tell them, say, I'm so thankful for that. Father God, I want to pray for these brothers and sisters. They're, they are so thankful. Maybe everything just isn't perfect in their life. 
maybe they're, they're running on three tires and a spare today. But they got here. Maybe they don't have a full tank of gas, but they got enough to get to church. Maybe the rent ain't paid two months in advance, but it's paid. Father God, we want you to show us how to be grateful in all situations. And we give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing to the King today. Hallelujah.